Hey guys, and welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast with me, your host, Sharnice. This is a space where we journey together through life, navigating the ins and the outs, the highs and the lows, knowing that God works all things together for our good and for his glory. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Living on Purpose podcast. And today I'm so excited because we have our very first guest. And her name is Avery Anderson. And she is she actually has a podcast of her own and it's called The Leap of Faith. And today, because our topic is The Leap of Faith, I thought what better person to join us and talk about this than Avery herself. So I'll turn it over to her and let her tell us a little bit about herself. Hello, 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 everybody. I am Avery, like he said. She is Avery. I am a child of God. I am a mother of three. I have a wife to one because, you know, being back in a day where I could be wife to many. So wife to one because if the husbands <laughs> could have done it, I could have done it, right? Um, I am an entrepreneur. I'm an accountant just like Sharni. That's why we, you know, we gel. We, we vibe a lot together. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that is me. I have a podcast, Deep of Faith, so you can check it out in tandem with Sharni soon. You're going to get great great content and I also have a planner that has monthly devotionals and I provide daily devotionals on my social medium so you can check that out Avery in the storm or you could just search the leap of faith you'll find it as well so that's me in a nutshell in a nutshell and guys I am always inspired by Avery well since I've gotten to know Avery I'm inspired because Avery has kids I have none and just to see that the work that she is able to put up with these kids, like, it inspires me. It inspires me, you know. So for the future, like, i just be looking at Avery like, yeah, if Avery could do it, then I think I could do it. I think I could do it. So, oh, um, yeah, trip up with that, too, because Avery has thoughts about running away from her kids, okay? So, <laughs> even about their dad, so. Oh, as I'm sure like, a lot of moms can probably <laughs> Yeah, so if you feel like that when it comes to do not be afraid. It's okay. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Like, don't feel no guilt. No guilt, you know? No. It's normal. <laughs> oh, at least I know for the future. Okay, so with that being said, again, our topic is the leap of faith. And I just want to start with just saying what the Bible tells us that faith is. And it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, if it is the substance of things hoped for, really our hope and our expectation for certain things, but not being able to see it that's what faith truly is and with this i want avery to actually tell us about one of our biggest um because i'm sure she has taken many leaps of faith but one of our biggest leaps of faith just tell us a little bit about that and how that has been for you okay awesome i could do that but before i do that, i just wanted to touch on what you said about what faith is faith being a substance of things hoped for mm-hmm. and i wanted to reiterate that faith is the substance it is the thing it is the the matter the tangible and tangible that you hope for so if you cannot even though you can't touch it you got to be able to touch it and if you get it you get it right so i just want to throw that in there you can hope without faith you can't have faith without hope so when you work your faith know that you are hoping you're having only positive expectations mm-hmm. and you are trusting and believing that god is going to do it for you. Amen, amen. Now, amen. Back to my biggest leap of faith to date, because I know this year, you ain't got nothing on last year. 
But <laughs> in July, um, you know, we packed up our entire family. It's not that big of a family. It's only five of us. One didn't come. Well, it's six of us. That's one didn't come. And we left our home. And I, when, I, when I mean home, I don't mean our apartment. Right? We, we left our house. Mm-hmm. We left our jobs. We left, well, I didn't have a job then. But, you know, my husband left his job that he's been there for 13 years. We left our family, our friends, our church. We packed that all up. And we moved to a new country. And with that, we had to literally move on faith. We had to listen to what it is that God was telling us and instructing us so that we may be able to do what it is that he asked us to do. Um, taking that leap was, you know, like, I don't know if y'all are adrenaline junkies, adrenaline junkies, but I kind of am one, and I have been um, skydiving, not skydiving, I, I go in skydiving, but I've been um, parachuting, and the funnest part for me is going up and coming now, because that's when you feel a rush the rest is just like eh, you're floating or something but mm-hmm. taking a leap of faith like it's it's a little jittery just like you said going up but when you're coming down it's exhilarating as you are flying it's just it was let me not say it was like yeah but it was peace it was serene and that's that's in the jump you know so moving getting everybody hopefully getting a dog soon so i could mm-hmm. a dog to a mother's dog to one or whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> all of that was awesome for us. Uh, yeah, and I think um, listening to you, one thing that you just mentioned was having peace. Uh, I think that's a good indication that because um, sometimes there's some of us that are still learning to hear the voice of God, and not just some of us. I do believe that on this journey, like we continuously grow in hearing the voice of God. Um, and just being able to discern that we're actually listening to him and taking the right step. And I think one of the key indicators of that is that you have a sense of peace in what it is that he has called us to do. So I thought that was a pretty, pretty good note. But another question that I have for you in taking this leap of faith and like moving your whole family, you guys had businesses over here, you have to leave his job. What do you think um, it really inclined you to take that leap of faith? Let us know, was it an easy one or... And just your obedience, um, how was, how has the journey been so far? What, has there been any curveballs? Um, what's the process of that? And how have you seen like the hand of God be with you guys in that move? I'll be happy to answer your question. So, so why did we feel inclined? Honestly, it was the fact that being home, looking around, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I am tired of being here. <laughs> I am tired of being here. Like, I know that God has more for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was, well, we were trying to go to Canada first. Mm-hmm. But when we went to go and schedule our exams to take them, that's when COVID hit. So there was no traveling. Borders were shut down. We couldn't get to do that. And then we actually won a TV lottery. So that was like, uh, signal or sign that hey this is probably where God wants you to go because thousands of people sign up for the TV lottery in the Bahamas millions of people do it all over the world mm-hmm. and only 
historically, on average, about 10 people win from the Bahamas. It was 60 in the year that we won. And out of that, even about less than five actually get the green card. So, you know, yeah, the statistics showed that this is probably where God wants you to go. Right. And I the remember, favor, the favor. That's what I'm getting. Right. Mm-hmm. And even so, I said okay, I was going to apply for the green card because it opens up in October and you don't know until May. But I ended up mm-hmm. missing the deadline like the like a day after it, it closed. So I had to wait until the following year. And I could tell you like, that's what it is. Like plenty of people too told me they applied years after years for five years, seven years, three years, all of this. That was our first time applying and we won. Wow. Right. So I was like, okay, this is where God wants us to go. <laughs> Um, and in that, it was the fact that I I didn't even know that we won yet, but I remember crossing over in the new year and sowing my seed because we sowed new year seeds. And on the seeds, we were instructed to write what we're expecting from God on this paper. And I wrote, oh God, thinking back to that, I wrote um, increase. Um, to enlarge my territory and for a new space. Now, let me tell you all the increase God gave me. Why God gave me a baby? I know he know. That's not the increase I was talking about. What type of increase? So I can do it in any area. <laughs> First of all, let me tell y'all right now. Y'all be specific with your requests because God has a funny <laughs> move. Mm-hmm. Listen, that was not the increase I meant. <laughs> but thank God either way. <laughs> but... Right. Um, I wrote that, and sure enough, when May came around, sitting down to go check, see if we won, we won first time out of the mm-hmm. game. So I know, um, that was the inclination that this is something that was um ordained by God because there's no way you applying for the first time, um, and you winning, you know. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Our number was our number was seven, the number of completion. So, whatever it is God was about to do inside our lives, it showed me that it could not be completed in the Bahamas. Like whatever it is that mm. had to be done had to been done in a different state, in a different country. So there's that. That that's that inclination. Now, was it hard? Yes, because you you leave in something that you know all of your life. I am, I am over 20, right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I've lived in the Bahamas for over 20 years. So that's all I know. That is, I mean, I did travel, but you know, you don't know places you travel and you haven't stayed. You only know where you've lived. And I've only lived in the Bahamas. And that's where I was comfortable. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be you know, like you, you, you could always have doubts, but you have to let your trust go over your fear, knowing mm-hmm. that God is going to make your way. Faith over so, fear. I like that. Right. All the time. It's always faith over fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, we have to just know that God is going to make ways because we live in the known for the unknown. Mm-hmm. We believe in something that we know for sure like this is our home this is our car our kids are in high school so i have to go and find places where you could put a racist plate or a racist state you could potentially end up 
not even finding a job because we did have jobs before we left. But um, still, it was we still quit our jobs before we even had jobs, and that's a part of moving on faith. Right. And we were talking about something prior to recording, and we were talking about the environment that we are in. And I told you guys a little story about me being in a garage, mm-hmm. and the garage only had like six to seven feet clearance. There are people taller than that, right? And I drive an Equinox or Equinox or however you say that. <laughs> and as I was driving through the garage, I was like in the car shrinking, bend right up. And I was like, I don't even know why I do it. I told my sister, it's like, yeah, because why are you doing that? Like, it can't touch you. And I'm like, but that's how I feel. I feel so small. And, I, you know, it was the fact that I was not comfortable in a place that was so small that I feel like I couldn't sit up to my full height. I couldn't be who I could have been in that car saying that I was in such a small box. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I would say that definitely me being in that place really brought about a revelation to me that if you are in a box, if you are keeping yourself comfortable, your need for comfort is going to keep you in a place of complacency. It's going to keep you smaller than you're supposed to be. But you're supposed to be in nation you trying to reach your community and that's all because of the box that you put yourself in and some, sometimes it's with our mind that we think oh ain't nobody want to hear this or nobody want to do that but you can't pay attention to what is going on around you because nobody could even listen to this podcast but that's not the point the point is god has placed this on your heart to do and you are to obey him and take it on faith that whatever he tells you to do will be done for your good that's all in matter what come out of it you just being obedient to what it is you know? right 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 i agree and then listening to you speak um about being in that small place what came to me is just that sometimes and even with your move i can see like the correlation like sometimes um we can be in environments and spaces and places that no longer i want to say no longer serve us but really, it can no longer hold the capacity of the person that we are becoming. And listening to you talk about just you were feeling like a little bit uncomfortable and that you had to move because there were bigger things or you needed to be in a bigger space. So how do you think we can differentiate between discomfort, like discomfort before our breakthrough is coming so we don't move ahead of God or out of time? Uh, and how between that and God staring us in another direction? Um, how do you think we can differentiate between the two? Well, you have to be in tune with God. Like, that's all it is. That means your your foundation have to already have been strong or, or your intention have to be focused and, and laser focused at that. Because I, I say that part for people who may have just been coming into the Christian community. But if if you if you're thinking or you can't, which one it is you have to pray about it and some people just be like how you know you're still gonna know somebody trust me somebody's gonna come and give you a a word or you might see something on a billboard you might see something on a on a meme or you know a tiktok or whatever y'all be doing (laughs) it's gonna come like that (laughs) that's how god works um i remember too like i even got a prophecy um prior and my pastor told us she's like i just see u.s money all over y'all i mean u.s is a currency that we accept in the bahamas but the fact that she didn't just say money 
mm-hmm. and she was so mm-hmm. specific with it. Mm-hmm. It was it was another confirmation that okay, this is where we are to be. You know, mm-hmm. so just keep a keen eye out for your confirmations because mm-hmm. if they're gonna come and they're gonna come in any way. And I, before, sorry, mm-hmm. no, continue. Um, I just wanted to hit on the fact of when you were talking about the environment. Um, me and my brother always talk about this. My brother and I, we talk about you being a product of your environment. Like mm-hmm. just like how you said, God puts you into a new environment. Mm-hmm. But if you are comfortable in the environment that you are currently in, it may not mm-hmm. produce what it is that you're supposed to do, produce just by yourself. Mm-hmm. And like my brother and I always say, like you are a product of your environment. If you grow up in a, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will be like your environment being a product of your environment, but your right. environment shapes the type of person that you in, will be. So if uh-huh. you are in a smaller scale, more than like, you won't be as big as you could be in a bigger scale because you have yes. Yes. And it's just yes. like kinetic energy. Kinetic energy is like built up, um, pent up energy. Mm-hmm. If you saw the energy, when you release it, it's going to move. So that that's a possibility of what may happen or what, is happening to people mm-hmm. so if you feel like a new environment is necessary or, or if you got a word from god now <laughs> i know god can do the impossible but something's just being a happen so if you feel like god gave you a word a word a mandate or instruction to do something that can't, it is not feasible to be done in where you are maybe he is calling you higher so i agree I agree. And another thing that I try to do a whole lot is just pray a whole lot of prayer, but the prayer specific to making sure that it's not my desires, my own selfish desires that is getting in the way of me probably moving ahead of God and out of his timing. So I think that's a pretty great prayer um, to pray when you are trying to differentiate between, hey, is this my desire to move before God is actually going to do the breakthrough that he wants to do in my life? Or is this a new direction that he is taking me in? And then the signs and the confirmations, like they come in different forms. So just be um, open to seeing the ways that he does it. Um, one Bible character that always comes to mind when I'm asking for a sign um, is Gideon. And Gideon had... Listen, he had no no problem with asking God, hey, give me a sign. Like, first, like, if this is you, like, make sure the fleece is the fleece is wet. And then he's like, All right, cool. Like, I see you did that, but just to be sure, just to be on the safe side, <laughs> is it dry now? Could you make sure it's dry? Like Gideon was to the point where he needed to make sure, okay, if this is you, this is real, and this is what you've called me to, I need the signs. And for me, just making sure that I differentiate between the two, definitely praying about it and making sure that it's not my selfish desire. Because um, one, two, we could be in uncomfortable positions, but it's a difference between being in those uncomfortable positions that the Lord has you in until he is ready for you to move on to the next step. Or when you feel like so uncomfortable to the point where you can no longer stay there. I've actually been on both sides of the fence where I've been in a place where I wanted to move, but because I didn't have any confirmation, I had to stay there. But I've also been in a place where I wanted to move and I was actually afraid to move, but I felt the Holy Spirit and I saw the signs and the confirmations What I'm saying, hey, it's it's time to move because this place can no longer hold the capacity of the person that you're becoming. So I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, 
also wanted to just add because you talked about you know you being afraid to move out of that place mm -hmm. um people yeah we know we're not supposed to we're not supposed to have the spirit of fail we know that right and there is is an emotion that we have it's, it's we're not perfect so we are going to be afraid sometimes so sometimes we just have to do it afraid like yeah sometimes people feel comfort in knowing that or let me not say comfort but just like how we saw, say said peace like people have peace in some of the actions that they're taking but sometimes like if, if you t i feel like if you take a, a move and you you too at peace with it it's it, it's not your biggest move yet it's not your biggest move yet because i feel like you should you have to, oh man i i know people might not agree with this because we're not supposed to have the spirit of fail but at the same time like your fail your faith over fail so when you moving with god in something that you are afraid about it it tugs on your faith so that helps to develop your faith it helps to that you trust in in god a bit more so mm -hmm. yes you can still be at peace and i know like i wish we could all have that peace of going into things that are you know out of bounds for us in a sense like in, out of our thought process and out of our acceptance to actually do because even jesus prayed if, um you know Please take this cup away from me to be able to. Yes. He I, had his. <laughs> yes. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw it in there. Like you, you might not feel peace making every decision that is a God decision, but know okay. that, you know, Jesus come back and ask him to like, if it be your will, take mm -hmm. this away from me, take this cup, away, you know. But still, yeah, will be done. I actually get yeah. what you're saying. I do believe that we can have peace and still be a little bit afraid. Now, the Bible does tell us he is not given a spirit of fear, but of love and a power and of a sound mind. You could have that peace and a sound mind that he is, he is calling you to a certain direction, but then you could also be afraid because you realize your limitations. Remember now, we're only human, so we have plenty, plenty limitations. So the right. limitations that it's going to take to get there. And I think that's why, again, moving back to it being a leap of faith, because it is your faith. And you are hoping your expectation is actually in the Lord and your experience of him. You can now move in the faith. Like you kind of, you, you, the hope and the expectation now takes me to the faith. So even though I recognize my limitations and my shortcomings, I can still have a peace and a sound mind about where it is that he's taking us. I think that's the big part of the leap of faith. So I agree with you, Avery. I completely agree with you. Uh, another question that I wanted to ask you was what small things, and, I, and it could also be big things, have you seen God do for you or even provide for you guys in this move? And and then with that, like, what are some of the benefits of taking that leap of faith? Like, what are some of the benefits? Okay. Um, I remember when we were apartment hunting. Oh, let me just say, don't, if you're looking for an apartment, realtors do not show you apartment complexes and if you don't have a um credit score like apartments are probably going to be the best thing for you so anyway um i got fed up with our realtor <laughs> and i went driving around um looking at apartments that were in the area that we wanted to stay in and i remember going to see one but you had to make an appointment so i did the appointment and then the other one i went to see the lady was First of all, I already felt dismissed um, because she was of 
no color and I am a person of color. And I felt like that was one of the reasons. I, I wasn't dressed up. I just had on, you know, a, a exercise tights and a top. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh, and I had my kids and I felt like, you know, she probably looking at me like this single mother because my husband was at work. She thinks she could afford an apartment. Because yeah, apartment's really expensive, y'all. Oh, my God. So, anyway, um, she asked to see my license. or an, She asked to see an ID. So, I gave her my license. But, you know, it's a Bahamian license. And Florida license, I don't know other states, but I know that you can scan them. You could scan a barcode, and I guess it'll give you the information or whatever. So, of course, my license cannot do that. And she's like, oh, this, this doesn't have something that I can scan. Well, first of all, that's before she even, that's actually when she came to me, because she had me waiting a, bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And when she did that, she's like, well, um, do you have your passport? And I'm like, no, I don't have my passport. Lord, forgive me. Because I did have my passport. I just didn't feel like going to get it. And she's like, oh, uh, well, you're you're going to, you could get your passport and then you could come back because I won't be able to do that. Like, first of all, ma'am, this is my driver's license and it's going to say the same exact thing my passport says when it expires my date of birth and my name so i don't understand why you can't scan nothing on my passport either so what's the difference you don't scan passports but i take i took that as as god's hand moving like this is not where you are supposed to be this is not where you're supposed to be it's right down the road from where we actually came but that's not where we're supposed to be and i say that because we don't have no credit scores we didn't have no car at the time, we was, we was in a rental. I think we was in a rental for like a month or two. And like I said, I don't have no car. The school that I applied my son for is about four miles. That doesn't sound far, but it's an hour and a half walk. <laughs> so, you know, God in his great providence had it so that the person, because nobody lived on the side of us when we moved in. Um, but the person that moved in, children went to the exact same school mm-hmm. and before she moved in I used to have to wake up because my husband works all the way in Doral and we, we live in Fort Lauderdale so I had to wake up after five to leave the house with him to drop him so I could have a ride to drop and pick up my son every morning so every morning I used to be on the road for like every month not every morning every day I used to be on the road for like two hours mm-hmm. because it was like 30 minutes dropping him 30 minutes coming back like a 15 minute drive dropping my son and picking him up and then having to go pick up my husband and then drive back and I still work so you know that took that took time out of my work but God in this episode omnipotence you know he put my neighbor there who kids went exactly to the same school and she had no problem dropping him and picking him up and I didn't even have to come so that saved me a little bit of sleep and having to wake up all the kids to get in a car to drop my husband so you know so that's one way that God, you know, moved his hand. That was for me really, really big because he, he was Jehovah Jireh. He provided, we needed a ride and I needed sleep and he provided both. (laughs) He provided both of those, you know? Um, Another thing I would say is this, this apartment, not just my neighbor, but the apartment as well. She's so sweet. My neighbor's bringing me coffee and she's giving me food and she's so nice but yeah um this entire apartment complex like they took us without having 
no credit score. We had to make a more substantial deposit, but it wasn't as much as some of the other people that were privately renting their apartments were charging because some some people wanted like twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars to move into their place. So it's like, yeah, oh, they to I mean, it's apartment like six thousand dollars fast because they took they did take two months um, deposit, but what they didn't do was take um, first, last, and two months deposit. Mm. people were trying to do so that was that was a blessing right there because i don't know what the other people might have done and it's it's a cool community they have like a lot of amenities um so that was another way because that helped save us from having to stay in another airbnb right and then my job oh my god it being i don't know work remote i supposed to go into the office once a week i haven't been yet but trying to move to remote i try to uh-huh. see if they, you know let me be just remote so i wouldn't have to worry but the wednesday is coming in because i still got my kids i just have to watch them so that was another way god moved because he allowed me to be able to work from home mm-hmm. and not have to pay nobody to watch these kids because first of all you could have paid 260 to 80 to 300 dollars for school private school per month in the bahamas or daycare daycare is like two hundred dollars so 220 if it went out a month here it's like 260 a week 300 dollars a week i will never Ooh. give you all that amount of money a lot of money <laughs> me with no kids on the on side just sweating like oh it's a lot of money <laughs> listen I, and some people don't even make 300 you want me to give you all 300 dollars no, no no so that was another way that i believe that god um for us like everything was just alignment alignment so yeah. where we stay is not a, it's, even though it's 30 minutes away mm-hmm. um, Park is not a extremely long drive because he goes to a whole different um, city right? right and some some places you go it could be 20-25 minutes and it ain't even that fast so that, that was good like the position of this place right. everything about it was God moving and God working right. and I expect him to be moving a little more as he continues to direct us in mm-hmm. where we're going. Right. I like that and I like that you actually said alignment. Um I like that the things aligned and when you're following his will, like you'll see like those small stuff just start to add up. Like they start to fall in place and the blessings and the provision of God. And I think there's something so sweet about just being in the safety of his will. So there's no other, there's no safer place than being in his will. So just listening to you speak, my mind also um, ran on Abraham. And at the time when God told him to move, um, he did say, uh, he said to Abraham, because at the time he was in Abraham, he was Abraham. It says, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So they're just listening to you speak um, and seeing how God is just um, preparing the way for you guys, has prepared the way for you guys. And then even on the journey, still continue to bless and continue to show you that, hey, you actually in my will. 
I think that's another um, the signs that come afterwards. I think sometimes people just talk about that initial leap of faith, but then what happens afterwards, like he stays with us through the journey. Like he continues to go with us and let us know that he's there with us. So um, listening to you speak, it, it kind of reminded me of that. I just wanted to comment on the Abraham part. I do feel sometimes like Abraham, like, God, you you telling us to go and leave. And we did. Thank mm-hmm. God. But um, another thing to note about Abraham and girl, this is my devotional for the day. I just need to post it. But mm-hmm. sometimes your faith and your leap of faith, that move in faith, that's not for you. Um, yes, Abraham moved in faith, but the promise that God gave him was he was going to make him a great nation he was like you will not always see the product of your faith Mm -hmm. so sometimes you might be like oh you know god you told me to do this but i'm not really seeing it don't worry about that just be obedient to what god has told you because that could just very well be for the next your next generation or generation after that it was just his like like i said his providence to make sure that he gets his end result you being where he told you to be helps him to get his end result. So it may not be a promise that you may see. Yeah, he promised that to you if you do this, but it may not be something that you will experience or see, but know that it's going to be done. That's the faith you need to have. That's the faith that we all should have. Yeah, I agree. I do believe that he can tell us to start something and then the people that benefit from it can be, Listen, our kids, this is going to be a blessing to them. So I, I agree with that. Um, so to wrap this up, what encouraging words do you have for those that may be listening, those that are still afraid to step out of faith um, and they're allowing fear to actually keep them stuck in the same position? What encouraging words would you give to them? Well, first I'd tell them to pray. Um, and I know that's probably cliche, but pray, 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 communicate with God. Mm-hmm. Wait for him to respond to you because he'll, and if you feel it antsy about something, ask for that peace as well. I like mm-hmm. to ask for clarity, and just like how Gideon is, I'd be like, Lord, give me a sign. Like, give me a class sign. I'd be asking for visions. I don't know if you use that vision. I was like, I don't want to, I, I like dreams, and I am a dreamer, and most of my dreams do come true. But the mm-hmm. problem with that is, like, I don't remember everything. So I'd be like, Yeah, Lord, give me visions while I'm awake so that I could remember what I see. You know, so I, I like to be specific. You know, let me know that this is you. I don't want to move on my own will. I want to move on your will. And that's something that we should do. Pray. Um, feel comfortable in the fact that if you are moving, if it's not going against his word, more than likely it's in his will. So you don't have to guess or worry. But if you see that is contradictory to what his word says, that's not God. That's not God. So that's mm-hmm. another thing, too. Um, make sure be, yeah, be inside your word so that you will know what it is that you are doing. And finally, like, know that God will fulfill his promises. He will provide the provision for the vision. He will give you everything that you need to get what it is that he asks you to do done. And not only what he asks you to do, because when you align your hearts with God, you get the desires that he wants. You get the desires that he desires you so you know that you, you won't be out of alignment you know that it won't be yourself mm-hmm. it won't be a flesh um calling you to do certain things that be called calling you to do things that he wants you to do so know that he will provide that 
when Abraham took Isaac, God told, God told Abraham that Isaac would have been the line for the descendants that he was promised, right? Mm-hmm. Yet he told him to sacrifice him. His thought right. process when he went to do that was when Isaac asked, like, hey, you, you get all these things, but you ain't going to sacrifice. He said, the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. That, was his, that was his end process, mind you. The Lord did provide, but he actually thought that, you know, after he killed him, God would bring him back to the, um, back from there. But either way, his faith was enough to let him know, God promised me that this is where my descendants coming from, and this child don't have no child yet. So if I kill him, something got to work out. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught up in what's happening around you at the moment. Look at the promise. Look at the end result. Because we will never know from the beginning to the end. That's only God knows in between. We only know where we are and where we're going. And sometimes we don't even know where and we're sometimes going. Sometimes you even know but that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sometimes you don't even know where we're going. But at the same time, we are pressing towards the mark. Like the end result, our mm-hmm. goal, everybody's goal. Seek God's face. Because when you seek his face, that's that's when you get everything else. That's when you're in mm-hmm. alignment. That's when he gives you instruction. Mm-hmm. And that's when you will get everything that he has promised you. So that would be my three things when you feel some type of way about your faith to know. Pray, read your Bible, and don't worry about the middle. Just know you get into the end. You have to start to move. The Lord will provide. Right. I agree. I agree. I think those are some good points. And then back to your initial point of just prayer, I would say um, the last episode I did was the eight pivotal prayer points. And I think just going back to the point where I talked about wisdom, wisdom and strategy. So even in your praying, I would say to just pray for the wisdom so that God tells you what it is that he wants you to do. And then with that, the strategy, how to go about doing it. Because you could do what he tells you to do, and you could still do it the wrong way. Um, yeah. So I do <laughs> believe that praying for that wisdom and the strategy, which is the Bible tells us with always some to get understanding, which is really the understanding. Um, so I would say that's one major thing to do as you are taking this leap of faith. And just remember to don't move in the spirit of fear. Because he says, fear not, I am with you. And be not dismayed, for I am your God. He says he's going to strengthen us. He says he's going to help us and that he will uphold us. And just as a reminder that God is more concerned about who we are becoming versus what it is that we're doing or where it is that we're going. So just be encouraged, guys. Um, Just be encouraged with all of that being said. We just want to thank Avery again for being our first guest. First oh, thank guest. you. I'm so honored. I hope yes. I pray that this was some you know revelation clarity to some people yes yes same here and i'll leave in the show notes all of our information where you can you when you where you guys can actually purchase the devotional the leap of faith and then also listening to our podcast so i'll leave all of that information in the show notes But thank you guys for tuning into another episode. And it is just my prayer that you guys would continue or to even start taking those leaps of faith as you are guided by the Holy Spirit. But until next time, continue living life on purpose.